Welcome to the Voice of Many podcast show with Yolanda and Vanessa. Hello, everyone. Today's episode is about living with COVID-19. Every day we hear about COVID-19 tests and death results. Our guest today is actually a survivor. She's tested positive for COVID-19 and has recovered. Welcome our guest, Jessica Silver. Hi, Jessica. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, guys. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me on, and thank you for, um, you know, allowing me to share my, my experience with COVID. Um, I am I'm 42 years old. I live in the Tampa area. I am originally, I was born in Puerto Rico, um, raised between Puerto Rico, New York, um, and now I reside over here in the Tampa area, um, and I'm just glad to be here. Good, good. We're glad to have you. Thank you for joining us. Um, so we know you actually tested positive for COVID-19. Can you tell us about the symptoms and your recovery process? Of course, yes. Well, you know, I was being super careful. I do have elderly parents. And uh, younger children, so um, I was one of those people who didn't go to restaurants, didn't go out, didn't go to get-togethers. I was pretty much keeping my outings to, like, physical therapy, doctor's appointments, that kind of thing. Um, so the way that it started for me, I started feeling tired, dizzy, followed by stomach issues. I had a whole day where I had really bad stomach aches and, you know, just really bad diarrhea. Um, after that, I started feeling like a sore throat. And I, although I was being super careful, I still knew that I was, I had to go out because of doctor's appointments. And it was just kind of like a, hey, let me just check the box. Let me just go get this COVID test just so I know that it's not COVID. Well, to my surprise, what I did was I went to one of those rapid testing places, not the pharmacy, the ones that you have to pay privately, like an urgent care. And they had um, the IgM test, which is like the finger prick blood test. Mm-hmm. Um, so they prick your finger, they take just a small little sample of blood, and they're like, okay, we'll be right back with the results 15 minutes. Within five minutes, she came back and told me that I tested positive for IgM, wow. um, which is the first um I guess markers that comes up in your blood or antibody to detect that you've been infected. Um, immediately, I was taken aback. I was like, "Wait a minute! I was just—I just wanted to check the box to know that I didn't have COVID." Mm-hmm. Um, so, to my surprise, when she came back, you know, all this panic and all these things go through your head, and I'm like, "Okay, what do I do? What do I do?" Mm-hmm. Um, and they just advised me, "Okay, so you know, quarantine," um, and that's pretty much when the whole journey began. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. 
So I know, like you said, you're very close with your family. I know you guys are very active. So did anyone else in the family test positive as well during this time? That is funny because I am the only one in the entire family who tested positive. So immediately when I tested positive, I said, well, at least my husband has to have it. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. Um, Immediately I called him in from work. He went, both of my kids went, my brother, my niece, my parents. Within a couple of days, my brother's girlfriend, because we had all been in very close proximity of each other, even though we're being safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one thankfully tested positive. I was the only one who tested positive. Wow. So it has a selected okay. few. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. So between healing and recovery, you have two boys, two twin boys that are also starting back to school. Then you have work and like it's in family and meal prep. So how did you juggle all of that and deal with recovery at the same time? Well, first, I, I must definitely, I'm very thankful and blessed that I was one of those people who had mild symptoms. So starting off right there, you know, when you hear COVID, you're like, okay, Bring it on, kind of like you're unsure what's going to happen. I was, I had mild fever. I was very tired, um, body aches, headaches, dizzy. Um, but I, and like like a cold, I had mild upper respiratory symptoms. I never had any issues with like, you know, chest and breathing. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, so just, just that part that I didn't really get super sick helped me out. Um, I did quarantine myself. I retreated to the back of the house, (laughs) to my bedroom. No one was allowed in there. And and thankfully with with my husband's support, um, immediately he had to notify work because he works, you know, outdoors. Mm -hmm. He's he's a technician. And and what they did was like, okay, you go home for 14 days. Um, So thankfully he was home and he was able to, you know, pretty much pick up where I left off <laughs> with the kids and make sure that they were okay, make sure that they were fed. Thankfully, my children are 10, so they're a little, you know, you, they don't need that much care. Um, he took great care of me when I was just, you know, I was super sick and I just didn't feel good. Um, but thanks, and I spent a lot of time outside. I was just outside, get some fresh air in my backyard, away from any, everybody. Um, but, and my, my job was super flexible as well. So I got time off, he got time off. So I was able to just kind of concentrate on resting and healing and just making myself better again. Okay, good. That's wonderful. Good to have a, that support at home. You know, that's really great. Yeah, absolutely. Hats off to your husband. Shout out to Al, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so also too, now with us being months into COVID, how is e-learning going for you and, mm-hmm. and the boys? Because we're finding out with um, with Vanessa and her girls that e-learning is just not um, for the kids. Mm-hmm. The parents are having to deal with it as well. Well, <laughs> I will be fair. Like, um, my kids, they go, they're fifth graders, so they are older. They're more independent. That does not mean that I don't have to 
make sure that things are being done and intervene and hey this code is not working and what's going on um I have to be fair my kids go to a really really good school it's a theme school so they they actually super um they've been doing things and you know Google slides and everything since first grade so there's really a pop of like technology and the teachers you can tell that they are doing like the best that they can they go above and beyond I, I don't have any complaints about that they're always partnering with us to make sure that done, to make sure that they stay engaged I definitely have to say that it's different from what happened last semester like last semester it was kind of like, okay we're sending these kids home we don't know how we're going to do it here you go get this work done and it was it was quite a, not it wasn't really cool mm-hmm the teachers are, it is cool. Like kids are logging in and they're sitting and they're getting their lessons and they have a schedule. So I have to give it to the teachers for that. They're definitely well organized. Now, all kids are not the same. I have twins and my, my twins are polar opposites. Everything. One likes Fridays, one likes Sambo days, you know, like that kind. Um, <laughs> so I have one who does really well with each school. He's engaged. I'm listening. He's participating. And then I have one who kind of, you know, drifts off into the abyss. <laughs> so that's it. And I'm like, what are you doing? And, you know, like it's, he just finds it really hard to stay engaged by not being mm-hmm. in the classroom. So it's like e-learning is a blessing because it's given me the option to kind of keep my children at home mm-hmm. while this COVID-19 plays out, especially in the schools with the kids going back. Yeah. Um, my hope is that the schools really manage to, you know, keep implement a plan and, and follow through and that they manage to, you know, keep things under control. My hope is to be able to send them back. But I'm just, I'm thankful that I have the choice to keep them at home. Um, and I do, like I said, I do feel like they're getting good education. Um, but of course, I'm a working mom. Um my job is super flexible, super blessed. My company is amazing. But um, it's a challenge because I'm always on. Like, if it's not work, it's the kids and they're coming and they're asking me questions. And mm-hmm. it, it's very hard mm-hmm. for me to focus on my job and give it my 100% when my children are home. But I'm thankful to have the option. There's people who don't have that option. They Even if they're scared or even if they, you know, they're they're sick or their immune systems are compromised, they've had to say, you know what, my kids have to go to school because I don't have a choice. I have to go to work. Right. So, it's like a blessing and a curse. E-school. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, after all of all of that, at the end of the day, or Friday afternoon, how do you wind down? How do you relax? Oh, I've had to get creative. Um, I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. So, being at home has been challenging because I, I am the kind of person who loves to interact with my peers, with, you know, have conversations. Hey, how's the dog doing? I heard your mama was sick. You know, I'm that person. Right. So being at home um, and then being so busy all the time and just having everybody pull from me mm-hmm. has been challenging. Um, the way that I unwind is I ride my bike. I, I, I had bought a cruiser years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was using it. And then when COVID started, I was like, well, hey, let me just pick my cruiser back up. Um, 
And then I realized how much I loved it. Went ahead and upgraded my bike. I have a mountain bike. So that's what I do. Like when I lock off and Al is home and I don't have to go do something else, I'm on my bike. I immediately put on my clothes. I don't even think about it. <laughs> put on my clothes. I grab my headset and I go and I ride my bike for 10, 15, 20 miles. Um, that's, wow. that's my self-care routine. Okay, good, good. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, what advice or, or tips do you have for moms and dads who are working from home and doing the e-learning? What have you learned from all of this to make your life, your day at home simple? What, what made it work for me is to be organized, for sure. Um, have the kids meals prepared ahead of time if you can. So all you can do is pop them in the microwave and, you know, go. Don't feel bad if you got to get some McDonald's every now and then. It's okay. Give yourself a little bit of grace. You know, we're all making it work. Um, also give yourself, like, work-wise, I really had to um, come to terms with the fact that I had to step back from a couple of things at work. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to focus more on my, co- on my core role. Um, without taking on additional things because I knew that my bandwidth was very low. Um, and that was hard for me to do because I'm, I'm the person who's always like taking things on, taking on special projects, you know, cause I am looking to continue to advance in my career, but I had to just give myself that grace to be like, Hey, we're kind of on survival mode right now. It's okay for you to step back from a couple of things and to just prioritize your core role and to, you know, just make sure that your kids are okay. Good, good, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for that. Um, I think that could help a lot of us that are working from home Um, because a lot of times your jobs want to put more on you because they feel that since you're at home, you're not as busy. So Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And that's the complete opposite. (laughs) Right, right. All right, well, thank you so very much. It's been a pleasure being able to talk with you and I really hope that um, the advice and, and your thoughts can really help others. So um, thank you. So with that, I like to say um, please come back and, and join us next week. Our guest will be Roosevelt McKeever, who is a teacher in the um, public school system, and he's going to talk to us more about how teachers and how school systems are working to keep our kids safe while they're in school. Thanks for watching and listening to the Voice of Many podcast. If you like our show or have any suggestions, please contact us on our many social media web pages. We hope that we can talk to you later. Please don't forget to subscribe to our channel.